What did you say? Well, but a sick dread. What? Well, but a sick dread. <laughs> <laughs> Well, might a sec. Well, might a sec. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Well, might a sec. Here live at what we like to call Chosen View Studios. And this is actually going to be the first time I actually do like a visual component of Well, might a sec. And I was like, you know, I was testing out some stuff. I know why these lights ain't coming on yet. Uh, yes, that's how we love it. But this is the first time I'm actually doing it live with Mother Sick on video from Chosen View Studios. Normally I record these probably out of, um, let, me, let me turn this down. Yes. Normally I record these out of my bedroom and the dark in front of my computer monitor and not necessarily in front of a camera, but I always, you know, obviously you hear me, I have a mic, but I was like, let me switch it up this time. And I'm going to do something like a little bit different because I was actually supposed to set up to actually do an interview through zoom but you know things happen but content still has to be created well as you already know if you like to sponsor this show feel free to slide in our dms facebook twitter instagram um tiktok if you have my personal tiktok or on you know the original people network at gmail.com email that but we do have all the original people networking on all social media accounts. So, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok sort of, you know, sort of, sort of bubbling, but I'm going to start off offloading a lot of my old catalog on there, as well as other things that we've done on this network. <sighs> I saw jumbling around because this is the first time I'm on camera. I... There's some times in life that you have to get vulnerable and you embracing your vulnerability sort of allows you to somewhat open and inspect your life to see where are your faults and acknowledge those faults as well as it helps you to get better. Um, I think, and obviously I haven't necessarily say what's the topic for today, but I don't know if I spoke about this, but I just want to title this probably fair. I think I, I, well, not necessarily fair, but I think I would say probably breaking your limit more so. Because I think oftentimes we're set back by what we perceive as unachievable, but until we actually do and put actions toward overcoming said obstacle or embracing a, a, a specific challenge or setting the goal and actually completing it, then we realize what we were scared or fearful to do or what seems so large 
is actually very minuscule. I'll take, for instance, myself. If you had told me we're out now coming up on the anniversary of Everything Cool, which would make it, I think, five, four years. Yeah, four years. Everything Cool would be four in less than a month. Two of the cartoons would be one in about two months, I believe, since we've been doing that particular podcast. And if you had said to me, let's say back in, I guess, 2017, because I wanted to do start getting into podcasting from 2018. But, you know, my one of my boys was saying, bro, you're doing too much. You got to pull back. So let's say, for instance, if you had told me 2017 that I in 2023, which was six years ago that I have almost 100 episodes of one show, every uh, Everything Cool, where Mother Sick almost has 40 episodes, and obviously two of a cartoon, since we only record once a month, we have almost 10 episodes of that, or 20 to 12. I gotta go check the count. I think somewhere around there. I think we are episode nine or something. Anyway, if you would say it would be three shows, I would have done and featured all the three shows and they would have significant episodes. I, I probably would say, well, how did I future me accomplish this? And how were they doing? What was the status? And was it all perfect? And I'll say he doesn't know it wasn't all perfect. And still today, even after almost having, I always say I have, okay, if we count up all the episodes and let's say, let's say we have, because Erin Cool, I'm I'm actually going to put it in a calculator. Uh, So Erin Cool got 86 episodes plus... Uh, when mother said got like this gonna be like episode 37 plus the eight or nine episodes from two of the cartoons and then we get we still got like Jay's was here at part twos and things like that so we can add and probably another like let's say seven stuff that's 139 audio podcast recordings and then we can times that by two because let's say or what we say, uh, well, let's times that by, I could times it by probably 60. Because basically, uh, that number times 60. Well, no, no, let's go back, let's go back, let's go back. What are you doing? No. Okay, we're gonna, we gonna go back. So that's 139. And then we in times 139 episodes by 60. That's almost, and it's probably more than that, but that's almost 8,500 recording hours of audio content. And if you had told me in 2017, in six years, you would have almost 9,000 hours of recorded audio I don't even know what I would have thought. Then then the next question would have been, so are we famous yet? 
And I absolutely know. Absolutely, we're still unmonetized, unmonetized for the most part. And I've been trying to break my brain since 2020, trying to figure out how to properly monetize to where it makes sense, fiscal sense for all parties involved. And my my all trepidation was always, hey, even though this is good content, it isn't getting the numbers that I think it should get to where I feel comfortable pitching this to um, corporate Bahamian companies or whether it be small companies. But I'm not be swayed by that because a lot of people would quit along the way. And a lot of people have. Because I was just thinking today that when I think about the podcast community in the Bahamas, it relatively isn't really one. Like you have some people who start a podcast there, who start a podcast there, who start a podcast. Like it'll probably go maybe a good four months, six months stretch. Maybe they do one season and that's it. But you or they'll probably be still doing to have a peak and then sort of slowly fall off or like stop for like three years and then come back or have a good run and then stop. Because I just saw a podcast. Um, they probably haven't put out episodes consistently since 2021. And they just finally announced that, hey, yeah, we move on to other things. So a lot of people, and this isn't a particularly Bahamian one, but, you know, within the Caribbean region. But, you know, this is something that you have to love in order to continue. And sometimes I've thought about retiring from podcasts, particularly sort of retiring everything cool after I hit 100. And I just like probably the first time I'm seeing this like publicly because I just is like, all right, well, I want to crack the goal. And I would think, okay, after 100 episodes, I don't want to feel like I didn't put blood, sweat and tears into uh, what the number was into almost 85,000. Well, almost 800, no, 8,500 hours of pure adrenaline information conversation you know the, all the hours of editing waiting for these episodes to upload creating the cover art i didn't want to be in a space to where i was like bro what you do this for like yeah you have this number but you ain't really have much to show for it now that isn't entirely true because along the way i enjoyed myself i feel like it helped to build brand recognition when it comes to me being a creative person. Um, it helped to get my face out there because I'm not the most socialite person. I don't go all the time, but it has helped me to keep my face in the public, you know. And obviously with the other things I started doing after I started podcasting or even the same around the same time I started podcasting, it's elevated everything. So it's elevated my brand sense, but the money ain't come yet. <laughs> and I think that's a big thing for most podcasters because this is expensive, but only because I'm able to subsidize this a little bit because I work in media and 
I had my own production company, I was able to, okay, well, yeah, I could buy a mic because I can need this or something. I could buy a camera, I can need this one. I could buy these lights because I need this one. Okay, last year I got, became creative director at Chosen View Studios and we have this space where I record a lot of my content in. But again, this costs money. These, this light beaming on here costs money. This recording costs money. Yeah, we on the switcher because I forget a um, SD card. But these things cost money and the ROI has not come in yet. But I say that all to say, I tried and I succeeded into what goals I wanted to do. Because we have to ask ourselves, is the utmost, I guess, not perception, but is money really the pinnacle prize of success? Or is it particularly happiness and fulfillment? Because, you know, I always often feel like maybe I wouldn't have been going on this long if I wasn't passionate about this. Or I didn't feel like this was purposeful for my purpose. Because the long goal for me is, and I, I think this is the mindset I had coming into podcasting was, and also other content creating, whether it be Homer Heroes or Cosplaying, you know, making junk news stories. We got more junk news stories coming on. Just you wait. I'm just waiting for Carnival Season to die out a little bit. But my thinking going into starting this creative journey in 20, late 2017, 2018 was. I know I won't be recognized for this in the moment, but I have to play the long game, the long investment, and just build catalog. Because someday, these words that I speak, what is coming through your ears right now, and this visual that you see right now, as well as other things, the the roos, what was the what's the term? The roosters will come on, the roosters will come on, the chickens will come on. I can't remember. You all you for the But someday it's going to all pay off. It's all going to pay off. Because I often feel like nothing happens overnight. But you have to remain consistent in what you're doing, even when you're not really benefiting from it. And a lot of things take time. Everything is in its own timeline. For I remember there was there was a couple of podcasts that came and they was doing the numbers, they was having the endorsements and everything like that. And a friend of mine called me late because I had a pair on it and it was like, wait, that better than everything cool. And I was like, nah, not really. Yeah, bro, you see, they have the studio, they have this, they have the lights, they have the eyes, this, that, and that. I said, like, don't worry about that. Because one, these hosts, they get their style from me. Two, it ain't about the sudden burst right now. It's about longevity. How long can you last and be consistently good? Now, that particular show, unfortunately, Ended within that year, and now and that was three years ago. But not to rain on their parade, because obviously, like I say, 
you know, people get into it for different reasons and they tend to transition. But me, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about everything I do. But, and I stayed the course. I didn't worry about who came in and did what and not this and not that. I got to focus on continuing doing what I do. Continuing what God gave me to do. And all the opportunities and things like that because... It's still going. The fact that it's still going is giving is the indicate and not the indication is the indication of this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. Because I don't know how to keep on going afloat and, you know, one day like it, it was almost like from the start of even beginning, this is like, oh, I had a space to record, but we recorded the first year. Then it was, okay, we need a space recording. The pandemic happened and the PG um, allowed us to record at Wednesday Studios for a good time. Then it was another transition where me and PG's hours weren't, pandemic was over, me and PG hours weren't going to align much. And this came into play out of nowhere. And... All the other things, like, you know, when I reach out to gas and things just jump. And I'm amazed even myself, even though this happened in my life. But, you know, uh, I think because my, my, my thing was always focusing on the work, focusing on the product and making sure I'm having fun. I mean, I don't care if one person watch it. Would I rewatch it? And never there came a point when I was started podcasting, doing podcasts, and I wasn't really loving the interview or uh the per se. And it was like, okay, if Anna, if I like you, why would I think anybody else would like you? And when I started to really infuse the type of energy I want to have in podcasting and separation and how I can, you know, it's a lot, it was a lot of pivoting to make it what it is today. Uh, that's when I was enjoying it. So like, you know, I always, you know, I always embrace the adaptation because you always have to learn how to pivot and you have to pivot multiple times. And I pivoted a lot to where right now, here I am at what I really wanted to do in when I started podcasting was to do how what I'm doing in three shows, do it in one show to where I have a moment like this to where I can tell, share my life story and share experiences and encourage people, but also hear other people's story as well as have a community discussion with people on camera. And now that has changed into three shows. So now every call was somewhat all in one, but then every call is now let's shed a spotlight on to other people and their stories, their behavior stories. Um, what my mistake like is me sort of diving in with myself and sharing you my different feelings and emotions. And then obviously two of the cartoons is the wacky side. That's one time. I mean, every call is still fun time, but Gabe and Archie really bring out the, I guess the comical prankster, mischievous part of me. 
and you know it's just a good old time but uh but coming back to this i know you right now are looking and listening and saying that seems so unachievable what you just described me to it would have sound like that to me if my mind wasn't exposed to the the, the bigger picture and i think that is the thing that most people have to willfully choose to do in their lives. You must force yourself to see the bigger picture. And when you see the bigger picture, then you need to zoom in and look at the small details. Because that's the second step. Because oftentimes we get blocked with people without seeing anything. And then, okay, we say, okay, well, let me see the big picture. All right, one night. Okay, I get that. Okay, well, I could take three, four, five years, six years, seven years. Oh, I know. But then it's like, okay, if I zoom in, hey, the bigger picture is this, but I can find small successes along the way to get there. So now... The, de the destination is in the end point, but more so is a more emphasis on the journey and you enjoy the journey. Now, when you get to the bigger picture, it's like, all right, well, you know, we're here. That's what we work for. We just continue and go on to where we're going, how we can get better. And that's the journey in itself because the destination may be the big picture, but you using the small details, you are enjoying the process. And you got to remember that. Just like going in the gym. You might be fat today. You might say, babe, the final destination for me to be, you know, 15% body fat, ripped, you know, looking like Mr. or Mrs. Universal, whatever the case may be. And that ideal shape may not be what you could possibly accomplish due to your own genetics. But anything is better than the state that you're in right now. So if you were in a bad state now and you work hard to go ahead and get into a better state, anything is better than the bad state that you're in right now. So the good, the, the sort of bigger picture is, yeah, you might want that ideal look and you might be discouraged because you can't get there. But if you focus, you see the bigger picture. And you focus on the small details along the way. You might be like, probably like, you know, halfway in. You be like, we ain't looking good, you know. Oh, flip, look at. So now the bigger picture don't seem too hard to reach. You be like, I can surpass it. The thing that you thought that it was unattainable, you now look at it like you could surpass it. And that's just a combination looking at. You're going to remember the big picture with the small details. Just overcome it. Limit, break it. Because limits and bonds are, are to be broken. We often put ourselves in these boxes and stuff ourselves away to decide. But if you want to get better, you got to break out of that box. You got to do the things not because it's not seen around you, or maybe seen from afar, that doesn't mean it's unattainable. Now, I'm not saying 
or you want to be famous, some famous celebrity or whatever. And yeah, you have this high dream to be on TV and all that different stuff. Because what a lot of people, like people said that dream, like, yes, I wanted to be this big exec or this famous, blah, 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 this big athlete, da, 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 da. But again, big picture, but you're not seeing the small details. You ain't know most of those actors where they have special relationship, whether their parents or whoever had agents and things like that. You ain't know that they've been honing this particular craft from like three, four, five. You ain't know that, or you don't know that, hey, this sad person, family owns this, that, and that. And that's why they're in that position. Or you ain't know that they, this person sleeps four hours because the other 20, they're honing their craft. See? So, that's why I was always someone to know. Yeah, I haven't reached the bigger picture, but I can focus on the small details because when that time come, I can be ready. It ain't gonna be no if, ands, or but. It gonna be Mr. Williamson, walk through this door. Everything on the table. You can kick your feet up. You can take what you want. And it's easy, just simple like that. But how much longer will you put, continue to shackle yourself? Continue to limit yourself, continue to think small. Like, like that video from that dude, he sound like you from New Orleans or Mississippi. You, he's like, you think it's too small. Think big, man. You think it's too small, man. You gotta think big, man. You gotta break them chains. We can see for me, it wasn't even just, this solo thing was easy. It was other aspects of my life where I had to take out the mental blocks. It was other aspects of life to where I felt I wasn't worthy enough or I didn't deserve this. Or I this isn't where I supposed to belong, but you worked hard for it. You're committed. The next step is not letting fear and self-doubt get in your way because it will rob you of your happiness. It will rob you of everything that is doing to you. Because I actually, before we end, is I like this particular scripture verse. Um, I saved this a couple of weeks ago. And it was point very poignant to me. When, yeah, boom. It was very poignant to me because I've heard this verse all my life. And for some reason, this particular day, it just stuck out to me. Like, you know, from 2 Timothy verse 1 to 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Power, love, and self-discipline. You get the power. Love yourself. And, you know, in other translations, it say sound mind. 
our self-discipline sound mind. Those are the keys. Fair is just robbing you out of that love, that, you know, that power, that self-discipline. Be bold in who you are and what you have called, been called to do. The purpose that is on your life and what you, the purpose that is on your life and what you have been called to do with your life. You are more than what you think you are. If only you would believe. Well, my is sick. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to another episode of When Mother's Sick. I may, I mean, every now and again, I may do one of these videos if I have time, because it's just quicker just to turn on the recorder and then just record some audio and then call it a day. But I know on the Rizzo People Network channel, <laughs> we haven't been getting many visual content. But don't worry. Plenty, everything cool, and two of a cartoons coming soon. It just was a hectic early part of the year. And hopefully by the end of this year, we got some better news, but we getting a lot of different stuff coming out of this place. We only elevating and many are called, but only few are chosen. See, they say, yeah, yeah, see. Um, more, more everything, man. But yeah, I didn't properly introduce myself for the first time on camera in this particular show. It is the Negus of Dinosaur, St. Antoine Alexander, Lord Jalen Willard at your service. And thank you for what, listening and watching another episode of Mother Sick. If you have any comments or you feel like sponsoring this show or any other show on our network, feel free to send us an email at theoriginalpeoplenetwork at gmail.com or slide in our DMs, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And remember me coming to more channels but as you can hear my phone is vibrating and going off oh boy i love turning our negative into positive for real though um and that's what life is about just doing that and making the most of everything but until next time yeah you see <laughs>